Let us pray. Lord God, Father, heaven bless you once again for another day. Father, we thank you for blessing us and it is blessing us by giving us new a new day. Meaning you have given us new life. The ability to rise up and hopefully bless you and bless each other and bless all those people that you place in our lives today will place in our lives today and hopefully uh, that is point them or attract them to you by the things that we say by the things that we do we pray that you would shine forth shine through shine through our lives in Jesus name I ask and pray Amen Good morning. Um, we're still in the book of Colossians. Colossians, I want to invite you to open up your books, your Bibles, to Colossians chapter 1. Colossians chapter 1. We'll be looking at verses 24. I'm beginning at verse 24. And Colossians chapter 1, I'll start reading there, and we'll read through chapter 2, verse 5. Now, I've chosen this particular section because I believe that it is here that Paul speaks about his ministry, his service to God. He speaks about God's purpose for him. And we have to remember that Paul, again, was an apostle of Jesus Christ. That was, Paul was the messenger of Jesus Christ when he lived here in the earth. Of course, Paul is no longer here in the earth. Paul is in heaven. And he has left us his words. He has left us the words that speaks about his life a witness, a testimony about his life that he lived here in this earth. And although Paul is not here with us in this earth, he is with us in spirit. You have to always remember that. That's where we are different than others. We are different than, than, than the world, the people in the world who do not put their trust or their faith in Christ, in Jesus. Now, there are many people who would say they believe in God, but oftentimes when you speak with them, it's a God without Christ. So therefore, it is a Christless God. And their lives, their, their testimony their testimony and their life um, reveals that. But Paul, his life, his testimony was quite, is, is, it was quite different. 
And his testimony should be our testimony. That is, we are essentially servants of God. That is, God has chosen us to serve Him, the Lord our God. The Lord our God has chosen us to serve Him and to serve each other. Especially the people who are within the body of Christ. And I'm talking about the Christian church. A assembly of people that confess Jesus, that believe in Jesus. Are, are you with me? So I'm, I'm going to real quickly just read through this. And I want you to notice how Paul spoke about his ministry. The same ministry that we, each and every one of us have. Now there's some distinctions and that is, of course, Paul. We're not like Paul in the sense that um, we're all apostles. Okay, We haven't been given that title, I don't think. But I do believe that we're messengers. And so because we are messengers, we can live our lives here in this earth like Paul's. So I believe this testimony that we're about to read this morning is a testimony that we can learn from. There, we, can, we can learn from and we can take from the example of Paul things that we can apply, actually apply in our lives and actually do for each other. Do for the Lord our God. Are, are you with me now? So, without further... Uh, Introduction here. Verse 24. Now I rejoice in what was suffered for you. And I fill up in my flesh what is still lacking in regard to Christ's afflictions. For the sake of his body, which is the church. I have become a servant by the commission God gave me to present to you the word of God in its fullness. The mystery that has been kept hidden for ages and generations, but is now disclosed to the saints. To them God has chosen to make known among the Gentiles the glorious riches of his mystery, which is Christ in you, the hope of the glory. Notice Paul's testimony here. He, first of all, he tells us that he rejoiced. That he rejoices in his suffering. For who? For you. That is for us. That is Christians. When we suffer for each other, do we rejoice? Do you rejoice in your suffering for, say for example, mothers, for your children? Father, fathers, for your children. Brothers for your sisters, sisters for your brothers or your sisters, and so forth. Are you, are you following with me now? 
See, God, he places each and every one of us in a position where we have an opportunity to sincerely show our love, first of all, for God and our love for each other. And oftentimes, it's, he, he brings us into places where difficulties arise, problems, and so forth, because of things that are going on, especially in this life, that um, bring suffering oftentimes even. I remember, and I will never forget, that for me, as a, as a grandson, um, the times where I had to spend with my grandmother, who were, who, they, they call it dementia. She had what it was called dementia. What it were, basically, where something, she was going through changes in her life, where her memory, she started losing her memory. Uh, she couldn't recognize the people around her and so forth. And there were times where she would get very angry to a point of where, you know, I have to admit, I didn't even recognize her. And I didn't know why she was getting angry at me at the time because the dementia, especially in the state that I had encountered with her during the time that I had encountered with her during the time of her dementia, I didn't realize that that's what she was she had or that 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 was what she was going through. And I just thought she was just being very harsh with me. But as I look back now, I realize that that was a sign that she was she was going into this this thing called dementia and she was going through changes and so forth. Now I share this with you because it was a very difficult time I had I had with her and I had to learn that you know what? These are the things that God wants for us to experience. These are things that God places in our lives that He wants us to experience to 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 allow us the t an opportunity, to give us an opportunity to minister to each other. To be there for each other. To help each other. And that, for me, was my time for my, with my grandmother. It was an opportunity for me to help her. To be patient with her. To be understanding. To realize, you know, oh, my grandmother is ill right now. And for me to lash, lash out at her or to be upset with her, because initially that's what was, came across my mind. I was like, you know, grandma, why are you speaking to me this way? I, I, I don't deserve this. I, you know, I could have walked away or I could have started yelling at her. And all. I, had, I had, you know, all that was going on. But I, through the grace of God, he... He, he, he showed me, you know what? Your grandmother is ill now. And, and I need you to take care of your grandmother. I need you to be there for your grandmother. And well, Paul, in the same way, he was, God had sent him to the church to give this message. The message of Jesus Christ. To fill us with the hope of eternal life with Jesus Christ. Are, are, are you with me? So, 
In verse 28, Paul says, we proclaim him. Who's him? Jesus Christ. Admonishing and teaching everyone with all wisdom so that we may present everyone perfect in Christ. To this end, I labor, struggling with all his energy, which so powerfully works in me. I want you to know how much I am struggling for you and for those at Laodicea and for all who have been met, who have not met me personally. My purpose is that they may be encouraged in heart and united in love so that they may have the full riches of complete understanding in order that they may know the mystery of God. Namely Christ, in whom are hidden all the treasures of the wisdom and knowledge. Verse 5. For though I am absent from them in body, I am present with you. For, for, let me read that over. For though I am absent from you in body, I am present with you in spirit and delight to see how orderly you are and how firm your faith is in Christ. So, the things I want, I want to share with you is that we too, in our interactions with one another, similar to what I spoke to you about with my grandmother, during that time when she was going through that phase in her life, I tried to, as much as possible, be there for her. And while I was there with her, whenever I had the opportunity, I would share with her the riches of Christ Jesus. I would share with her the eternal hope, which is in Christ Jesus. The return of Christ Jesus. Just like Paul is doing right here through his written word. And again, like I said, Paul, although he is not here with us bodily, he is here with us in spirit. He is here with us with his legacy, which he has left us. His words, these words that we are reading today. And we have the opportunity to do the same with each other. We have an opportunity to leave a legacy of our faith, that is our trust in Jesus Christ. You have that opportunity today. Whenever you interact with one another, mothers, whenever you are speaking with your daughter or your son, your life testifies. You have an opportunity to testify in your life, testify about the joy, the joy that you have in Christ Jesus. The joy that you take in Christ Jesus, I should say. The love that you have for Christ Jesus. The love that you have for God. That is God the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. The God that you were baptized in. The name that you have. The new name that you have right now. You have that opportunity. You have an opportunity to bless each other by your testimony, your words, the words that you speak. 
the life that you live. You have, a, you have an opportunity to do that, just like Paul did. And it could be lasting, as lasting as, as, as long as like Paul. Remember, Paul was born, he, during this time when he wrote this, this was around the time of 60 A.D. These are, this, this was around, this, that was a long time ago. Thousands of, that, was, that was thousands of years ago. Long, long time ago. But Paul is still speaking to us today through his written words. You have that opportunity to do the same. You have an opportunity that generations until our Lord Jesus returns. You can affect generations, thousands of generations from now by just living for Jesus Christ starting today. Are you with me? I want to challenge you to start doing that, to start thinking about that when you the way you live from day to day in your life. Think of ways how you could proclaim Jesus Christ. Think of ways how you can admonish and teach each other with all wisdom. Think of ways how you can present everyone in your life perfect in Christ Jesus. Mothers, fathers, sisters, brothers, in Christ Jesus. No matter what your job is, if you're a teacher, you have an opportunity to bless God, to bless others, to present or to attract or to, to um, preach the gospel of Jesus Christ. Police officers, no matter... Who you are, no matter what you do. Students, children, even as students, you have an opportunity to bless, bless God with your life, with your testimony. Amen? All right, let's pray. Lord God, Father, have a bless you once again. Yes, Father, I pray that God today that we take the opportunity to preach Christ in our lives. Wherever we go. No matter where we're at. Whenever you place people in our lives, I pray, Father, we think of that as an opportunity to preach Christ. To preach the gospel, the good news of Jesus Christ. Because it is through the gospel, Father, that you change, transform even, hearts. You transform them into hearts that uh, are for Jesus. Hearts that were hardened, that were evil. You, ch you changed them for good, from bad to good. From wickedness and evil to good. And so that's what we want today in our lives. In Jesus' name I ask and pray. Amen.